Welcome to the Funny Books and Firewater Podcast. Each week these idiots pair cocktails with comic books. You can find the cocktails, drinking game rules, and playlists on the blog at funnybooksandfirewater.com. While at funnybooksandfirewater.com, you can also find a drinking game rule to play while you listen to each episode. You can follow us at FirewaterCast on Twitter, and FunnyBooks and Firewater on Facebook and Instagram. This is episode 156, Cosmic Ghost Rider, Baby Thanos Must Die, part of our Motorcycle Month. Hey, and welcome to episode 156 of the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. Uh, we are this week continuing on our month of motorcycle mayhem with Cosmic Ghost Rider, Baby Thanos Must Die. Uh, frankly, this was a shot in the dark, hoping that, hey, it's Cosmic Ghost Rider. Hopefully there is a motorcycle in the book. There is, but not really on the, the <laughs> earth at any point in time. Uh, this book was not what I was expecting by any stretch of the imagination, but we will discuss that later. You know, I, I recommended uh, a good Ghost Rider book, but I got overruled. <laughs> I actually liked this book. I thought this was fun as hell, but we'll we'll get into it, I guess. So, well, uh, so someone who recommended a good book, but we ignored them entirely. We have Mr. Adam. Hi. Which one did you recommend? The Sign of Four. No, that's not a good one. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Amazing. What are you talking about? Oh, I thought it was hot garbage. Yeah. But again, I liked like. But at least it was. Then hot. again, I didn't really like any of the characters. Like, I'm not a huge Deadpool guy. I'm not a huge Ghost Rider guy. They're to me, they're '90s trash. Was Deadpool in that? Uh, or Venom? That's what yeah. I meant to say. No, you like the new Venom? Flash Thompson? I didn't. I just typically don't like Venom as a character in no. general. Well, they change. They change it up. So. Oh, I know. Yeah. I read it. Oh, we're wrong. I am much too tired to fight. He's hopped up on sugar right now, so that's not going to happen. And I'm getting more hopped up on sugar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I uh, do this, and I also do uh, Cinema Queens with our good friend Chris. Hey, Chris. Hi, Chris. And yeah, that's uh, about it. Uh-huh. Okay. No, 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 we haven't gotten to your introduction yet. It's it's well, you know what? She's making herself known. We should have done ladies first. My apologies. We have making a special appearance in the background, Aria. Hi, Aria. And now she's going to be quiet. And now she's going to be quiet for a moment. Yeah, so this is Aria, my little companion for the evening. Oh, see, there you are. There she is. Hi, Aria. <laughs> she didn't like the book either. See, she already has opinions as well. <laughs> And as her uh, emotional support person, I'm top. <laughs> I'm top. You're her emotional support animal. I am the emotional support human for her. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Well, Todd, tell us about yourself. Well, I'm here on this podcast. Sometimes I do another one. And you'll yeah. find me here in Salt Lake having a good time with all y'all. Okay. And the baby. And baby. And the so really what this is, is this is five men and a baby. That's, That's what exactly is. what it is. <laughs> well, uh, baby free in Hollywood, we have Mr. Jason. I don't know about baby free. I've got my cat Bruce here. He's going to be quiet true. too, though. Uh, hi, I'm Jason. I'm an unemployed writer in Los Angeles. Uh, and I'm just going to continue reminding you to support the WGA as it looks more and more likely that their conflict with the agents will end in a major shakeup. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. And then, of course, also hanging out with Aria, we have Mr. Maya. Hi, Mr. Maya. 
Hi, uh, I'm Maya. I'm here in Salt Lake. Uh, you can catch me on this podcast, obviously, because you're already listening to this podcast. Uh, you can also catch me sometimes wrestling for UCW Zero. Uh, the next show will be April 13th. I don't know if I'll be booked on it because uh, my shoulder's all kind of funky right now. So, sex yeah. moves! Yep, sex moves. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, look it up, ucwzero.com. Um, and hey, I'm Brian. I'm sound designer based out of Southern California, and I will be uh, doing some panels for FanX uh, later this month. I don't know what they are yet. Um, hopefully, I get them in a timely enough manner that I can actually announce them before they come out. Normally, I think they say about a month in advance, so we're getting close. So hopefully, I'll get that information here in the near future. Um, but uh, yeah, and then I'm doing some summer theater this summer, like I always do. Uh, so... Is Mr. Todd still there? Or did he run? Oh, what yeah, he's, he's here. Okay. I didn't know if he had to run away with the baby or not. But um, before we get into that, so what we have here is, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, so Frank Castle, a.k.a. The Punisher, has, through various means, died and become the Cosmic Ghost Rider, and he has become the Herald for Galactus. Am I correct on there so far? Yeah, that was that was all in the uh, Thanos Wins arc by Donny Cates. And then this is a continuation of that, where Thanos or where uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider basically decides that he is going to go back in time, find Baby uh, Thanos. Thanos, and kill him before he can become a mass murdering fuckhead. So basically, it's the whole <laughs> big old would you kill Hitler, baby Hitler kind of thing? It, that's the big question of this book. Uh, but, Mr. Todd, what is the modification of this book? Absolutely bonkers. Um, I think that's fair. Yep. Uh, well, it sounds like some of us are going to need some alcohol to go along with it, but uh, <laughs> let's jump into some drinking games. Uh, Mr. Adam, what is your drinking game rule? Uh, so mine is called Curses. Uh, every time they leap out a swear word. Mr. Jason. Uh, mine is called Father Knows Best. Anytime Frank is told that Thanos will still end up being a monster, but Frank thinks he can do better, take a drink. Uh, mine is called Ah uh, Youth. Every time baby Thanos is disappointed that he can't murder, take a drink. <laughs> uh, Mr. Todd, what is yours? Mine is called The Flaming Skull, because you guessed it. Every time you see that flaming skull, you get to take a drink. You're oh mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Also, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm actually just jealous. I didn't think of that. That is that's pretty good actually. Okay, well, Mr. Maya, what did you come up? Um, with? So mine, I, I, the reason I had you come back to me is I wanted to look something else up. Uh, so pull, pulling the curtain back a little, we're recording this at the end of March, and as we record it, tomorrow is Hellboy Day. So in honor of Hellboy mm. Day, mine is my game is called Ah oh, Crap. <laughs> Basically, any time uh, Frank's plan does not go the way he intends it to go, take a drink. Take awesome. Well. Now is the time in which we are going to get some votes as to whether or not we believe it is worth you, our dear listeners, hard-earned time, money, and effort to go hunt this book down and give it a read. I'm very curious. I'm thinking it's going to be a no, but Mr. Adam, what is your vote? Meh. Oh, it's just a meh. Okay, I'll, I'll, that, that's fine. Mr. Todd? Meh. Plus. <laughs> meh plus. Okay. Mr. Jason? <laughs> Mine is actually a meh plus as well. <laughs> Oh, okay, uh, Mr. Maya. Meh minus. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I actually 
actually kind of liked this book. I thought it was fun and weird. Um, it was not what I was expecting in the least. It is. It sort of has a similar sense of humor for me to some of the Deadpool stuff that I like, not the stuff that we've read on the show, to be fair. Um, well, and see, that was a and see, hard garbage. And that's why I'm a mad because it reminds me of a bunch of the Deadpool stuff I don't like. And honestly, yeah. I was halfway expecting Manny Bothans to show up. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> genius said mm-hmm. in the great words of a great man. That's true. Manny Bothans is pure genius. I Confucius say. Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess we're going to get some meh sort of songs to go along with the meh sort of book. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Todd, what is your uh, song for the playlist? Magic Carpet Ride. <laughs> okay. What, by uh, Steppenwolf? Yeah, that's the one. Did you not know that? I, did I just help you out with that? I, I, I thought it was that, but I didn't want to be wrong. <laughs> so I just let you fill it in. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I'm also going to go with a semi-classic rock song. I'm doing uh, Kickstart My Heart by Mo- Motley Crue. Mr. Jason, what is your pl- song for the playlist? Father of Mine by Everclear. Have I ever told you my Everclear story? No, but go ahead. <laughs> so Todd and I went and saw them when that album came out. And DJ if I'm wrong, Todd, went for them. That's true. And Red Man from the Wu Tang Clan. Wu oh. Tangs. Yeah. Uh, uh, who was the one band that? Oh uh, no. Soul Coughing. Soul Coughing. That's right. That was the band that I actually liked that opened for them. But they were fucking awful. And so about ten years later, I got. I mean, am I wrong, Todd? Everclear was terrible. They really were terrible. I would so, have watched another set of DJ Spooky and Red Man. Yeah. So. Ten years later, I ended up getting free tickets to go see Everclear, and I thought, well, I'm not paying for this. Let's see if they've gotten any better. They now had like 12 people in their band, and they were, if not more atrocious, just as atrocious. Oh, wow. I only lasted about three songs and, 12, and walked out. Like, 12, I couldn't 12 people? Who the fuck are they? Slipknot? That was like, they had all these extra guitars. I'm trying to think. There were almost more people on stage than there were in the audience. Like it was sad. It was really sad. Like no wonder I got free tickets. Like they could not give them away. Like literally could not give them away. They were. Well, I actually have a drinking game for any time you listen to to them or see them live. Uh, Take Mm -hmm. a drink anytime uh, the lead singer goes, yeah. Because it's multiple times every single one of their fucking songs. The most evil drinking game rule that I've come up with in 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 the history of whatever is if you go to Disney California Adventure and you watch the Frozen musical and you take a drink every time they say either Anna or Elsa, you will be fucked up. (laughs) I'll pass. Yeah. Um, okay, so Mr. Maya. Yes, yeah. that's me. Itchy scratchy, itchy scratchy. What is your uh, playlist song? Uh, my playlist song is The Kids Aren't Alright by The Offspring. Okay. They were much better live in concert. Uh, yeah. my memory. When you saw them in the Americana tour? Yeah, th- that tour actually. That, yeah, that, 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 album, that song's on that album. Yeah, I've, I've seen them. Yeah, it was Americana, and then the other time, yeah. I've seen them twice with you. Was it both times with you? No, I was only. I've only seen them once, so it wasn't. Oh, with me. but that one was epic. You're cheating on me, you bastard. I, yes, it's how I grow. So, <laughs> but no, the uh, Americana was great. But I saw Brian and I saw him with 
what was it? Filter and... Nope, I wasn't at that show. I saw them with Mighty Mighty Boss. And The though. Living End. Yeah, so that the was Living a great End. Show. That, is a, that is a band more people need to love, because that band's fantastic. Yes. The Living End is fantastic. But yeah, it was a great show. Keep okay. Okay, uh, Mr. Adam, what is your uh, song playlist? Uh, mine is Back in Time by Huey Lewis and the News. And the News. Nice. Well played. Well played. Well, cool. Do we have any final warnings other than meh about this book before people go into reading it? Uh, skip ahead to our drink recipes, make them, and then come back and <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe what we'll do is we'll do the cocktail recipes first and then do the plot summary and continue on with the show. Yeah, I've always wondered why we didn't do that. We want to do that? We can do Let's that. Do it. Okay, we're gonna flip up. We're gonna flip the script on this. We're gonna try this out. So we're gonna do cocktails when we get back from a little break. So we're gonna take a break here, play an ad from one of our fellow Hello Sweetie podcast partners. It's, I don't remember. It, who it's was. one that you should listen to. And then we will give you some cocktails to drink while you listen to this episode and potentially read the book. And actually, no. <laughs> This makes more sense. If you're going to have a cocktail while you're actually watch, listening to it, we should do the cocktails before yeah, the break, so that way you yep. can go and listen to it. Okay, let's do that then. Okay, so let's jump into cocktails. Okay. Okay, so, um, we'll go, Todd, your last person I heard, what's your cocktail? Mine's going to be calling the Flaming Soul. So, what this has is a one ounce of a coffee liqueur, one ounce of Sambuca, an ounce of blue carousel, an ounce of Irish cream, Irish cream. Queen? Is that like Chris Pratt? That is. <laughs> and then you need a sippy cylinder as well. So in a cocktail glass, um, go ahead and add the coffee liqueur, layer the Sambuca carefully on top. Then in separate shot glasses, you want to add your blue carousel and Irish cream and put it off to the side. You light the Sambuca on fire quickly and carefully drink the coffee liqueur and Sambuca with a straw. And Irish cream and blue carousel, which should put out any flames. Keep drinking until it's all gone. That sounds complicated. You should make that drink first. It <laughs> does sound really complicated. And then my other traveling companion is saying, get some milk straight from the source. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Mr. Jason, what's your cocktail for this week? Uh, mine is, in keeping with my theme, uh, it's Not Your Father's Root Beer Float. So okay. you want to start with uh, one ounce of Fireball Whiskey, one ounce of Spiced Rum, some vanilla ice cream, Not Your Father's Root Beer, uh, and then for garnish, if you like, you can make some uh, rumchata whipped cream with uh, heavy whipped cream, uh, chocolate sprinkles, and a cherry, and some rumchata, of course. Uh, mm -hmm. So take the spice rum and fireball, uh, pour that into a base of a pint glass, add three to five scoops of vanilla ice cream, top it with the root beer, and actually insert the bottle into the glass. You want to do this before uh, the root beer actually gets too high, so that it just levels off within the glass and the bottle itself. And then make the whipped cream by pouring the heavy whipped cream and the rum chata together. Uh, the video I saw recommended two ounces of rum chata and an indiscriminate amount of heavy whipping cream. So I would say maybe like a cup, cup and a half. I'm not sure, honestly. Uh, so whip uh -huh. that up until it uh, gets firm and then top your uh, root beer float with the rum chata cream and garnish with the cherry and the chocolate sprinkles. I, I, if you hadn't been talking so fast, it was a perfect. That's what oh, yeah, said. I, I blocked out everything <laughs> once you said whip and firm and top. Yeah, whip it up until it gets firm. And then, she's oh, I can't get that in there. How it's you want you me to talk slower next time? <laughs> no, I mean, only if, you, only if you're aware of, of, yeah, whip it. There you go. Whip it till it gets hard. Sorry, Adam, you were saying something before we went off on the How much uh, rum chata is in that? Two ounces. Um, Maybe two cups then of uh, whipping cream. Okay, cool. Well, Mr. Adam, since you're adding your sage-like advice to our cocktails, what is your cocktail? Uh, mine is called the Heart of Thanos. 
Uh, so you take one ounce of apple brandy or vodka, whichever you prefer, one teaspoon of grenadine, uh, two ounces of vanique, which is that purple, like, swirly liquor. <laughs> there also is a recipe to make your own, but I was like, nah, fuck it. Uh, you add apple liqueur and the vanique to a shaker filled with ice. Shake the shit out of it. You strain that into a chilled martini glass, and you slowly pour the grenadine on the side so that it oozes down the glass and collects on the bottom like blood. Ooze. Ooze. Uh, so mine is based on the Ghost Rider's secret, uh, special power of the penance stare. Uh, mine is, uh, one ounce of blue schnapps, one ounce of vodka, one ounce of triple sec, half ounce of Bacardi 151, half ounce of simple syrup, three ounces of pomegranate juice. You add all the ingredients into a shaker with ice, shake the shit out of it, and pour into a tall glass with ice, garnish with an orange, and serve. And... Mr. Maya, what is your cocktail? So mine, I'm calling it, and one for the kid. Uh, <laughs> it's just an alcoholic Shirley Temple. It's one ounce of grenadine, six ounces of ginger ale, uh, two ounces of vodka, and two ounces of orange juice. Just mix them up and enjoy. Well, so we're trying something different. So now that we've gotten the cocktails there, you have something to make. You have a book that you can go read, even though most of us said meh, which oh. is ironic that we figured out. We finally figured out maybe that this is the proper order for this episode this way. We'll see when I edit it. It may work. It may not. But it's, it seems to make logical sense. Why not have the cocktail to have to read the book with? Why have we been waiting all this time? I don't know. But you have some music. You have some, some cocktails. You know, have a nice little afternoon. Read this goofy little book. And uh, and then when you come back, we're going to spoil the living shit out of it. And uh, we'll discuss uh, all sorts of little weird little details of this. And probably go off on a few rants. Because that's what we do. Uh, so we will see you on the flip side. Flip, flip, flip. I'm really oh. Flip, flip, flip. Sponsor. Sponsor. While we take a break, here is a message from one of our fellow Hello Sweetie Network podcasts. Hi, everybody. This is Matt. And I'm Trevor. We're the co-hosts of the Nighthawks podcast, a movie podcast for people who like to stay up late. We've just joined the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network, expanding our podcast empire and bringing the world to its knees. Take a seat in the Nighthawks diner with us. We're going to talk to you about movies. We've got new movies, old movies, movies we love, movies nobody loves. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and at nighthawkspodcast.com. Hey, that was pretty good. Do you think they'll listen? Uh, the good ones always do. I was just going to say, like, I'm sort of surprised it took this long for us to think, like, oh, hey, we should put the cocktails in here. I don't I, know why it always sort of felt like putting them in for the end. I wanted to ask a couple of times, but I, I felt like you had a reason for doing it this way, so I didn't want to... That's why we keep yeah. chasing around. No, because, I mean, here's the other thing. The nice thing about this is is that, like, normally I do a lot of, like, typing and stuff like that, and I'm always prepared to write down all the reports and stuff, like, all the stuff. Now I don't have to worry about writing anything down until we get to final grade, so it actually, like, eases up my day quite a bit, because I get, I get I front load all of the the data mm-hmm. mining of you know of everybody's ideas so like for me it's it's fine okay cool so well uh who wants to do a summary <laughs> <laughs> i didn't really i did like it i thought it was fun and goofy it's not overly deep i'm not going to go into a whole ton of detail about this uh, just because I don't see the need to go into a whole ton of detail about this. So we've already discussed how Frank Castle is the uh, ghost rider with the flaming skull. Um, he decides that he's going to go give baby Thanos. Uh, he then realizes he can't kill baby Thanos because baby Thanos isn't uh, evil yet. Then um, he, so he takes baby Thanos, uh, straps him to him. He goes and meets up with uh, his good old buddy Galactus. Um, there are some evil space sharks that show up because it's random as hell and kind of fun, but whatever. Um, 
So basically, he uh, he goes through this whole thing trying to decide. Oh, the Watcher shows up. Um, what ends up happening is is that Thanos, instead of like he he doesn't kill Thanos, he ends up raising Thanos, and Thanos ends up becoming this dictator and has this whole little town where everyone's oppressed, um, but they are following the rules of Thanos, and then that's where you have superheroes that rise up to try to keep coming back and trying to kill Frank Castle and kill Thanos as a baby. And so basically, it's just this whole it's a superhero version of would you go back in time and kill baby Hitler? That's basically what this book is. Uh, did I miss really anything pivotal in there? No. <laughs> no that's okay. Do we okay. want to talk about what I, happens afterwards in Thanos Legacy? Uh, I don't know what happens afterwards in Thanos Legacy. Does somebody want to enlighten me? Did you not read it? Oh, is it? Oh, the last yeah. issue? Well, it, yeah, the, the oh, last sorry. Things, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, 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 I thought you meant there was like a longer no, bigger No, 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 not that. Just, yeah. Okay, well, it's been a few days since I read this, so someone remind me what's going on with that. I just heard Brian saying there's a longer, bigger piece. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> longer, bigger piece. Uh, the the okay. only parts that really stand out are Thanos telling uh, Mephisto to leave Frank Castle alone. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Gamora, <laughs> Gamora appears and kills Thanos. And then... This is news to me. I didn't know that Thanos had a brother. Um, yeah, uh, his, his his brother is the Bill Cosby of the Marvel Universe. Oh, oh. Yeah, his name is Star Fox, and his uh, power is basically the power of hormones. To he 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 basically fucks everything that moves. Got it. Okay. <laughs> that is so awkward with a baby coo right before you say that. It's just it's like, like, about about okay. So who was the Mev minus? Uh, that was me. Okay, so why don't we start out with you? What, what what are your thoughts, sir? So I've read other things by Donny Cates, and this is the first thing. Oh, yeah, uh, we read God Country on by him on the show, which was I think pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, he, he he did Doctor Strange from Hell and in the, that, uh-huh. that Thanos story arc, and everything else I've read of his, I've ranged from either really liking or. Just kind of like, or not disliking. This was the first thing that I was like, this doesn't really jive with me. I, 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 I don't know. I just didn't like it. It reminded me of the kind, like I said earlier, the kind of Deadpool stories that I don't like, which is really hard to describe. It's just more of like how this book feels. Um, I don't know. And, and that being said, like Ghost Rider and Punisher have never really been my favorite characters. So when you combine the two into one character, it's. Well, not really something I'm into, so yeah, I, I was. It was. It might have been doomed from the get go, as far as I was concerned, but I, I just didn't really care for it. And that's not to say there are, there were th- moments I liked, but overall, I just and I didn't hate it. I just thought it was underwhelming. Well, I could totally see this as an elevator pitch, and then Wes says, "Great, do that," and he's like, "Great," and he sits down to write, and he's like. Well, the elevator pitch is great, but how much more is there? There isn't a lot of depth to it. That's definitely for yeah. sure. I mean, it's, but it is, I mean, the elevator pitch is, I think, exactly what it is, is that it's like, hey, we'll do, we'll, we'll, well, Thanos will be Hitler and we'll be, will you go back in time and kill baby Hitler, but it'll be Thanos and uh, it'll be Frank Castle, the Punisher, who's also, you know, so he has a sense of justice, but he's also a ghost writer and whatever. You know what I mean? Right. And so, and it's, I mean, it, it, it's silly. It's over the top. It's not quite deconstructionist, but a little bit. And it's just seems, yeah. oh, look, I'm poking fun at the very thing that I love. And don't you still love it, even though I'm kind of poking fun at it? And I don't really. 
Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, I mean, the thing too, though, is, is that I've noticed that I have a different taste in Deadpool than Maya and Adam do. <laughs> so the fact that I liked this and I like different Deadpools than they do, I think that actually. I think if like I think if you liked uh, Way's run on Deadpool, you'd probably like this. If you liked <laughs> Jay Dugan's run on Deadpool, you'd probably would not like this. I think. See, I, 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 with the exception of the uh, uh, Pirate Bob, like the, that first Pirate Bob storyline in yeah. Daniel Way's Deadpool, I really didn't care for Daniel Way's Deadpool, but I absolutely love Jerry Dugan's. Uh, See, and that's the thing is, I didn't like Dugan's stuff, but I really loved Daniel Way's stuff. So. That's interesting. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's, I, I think that that is sort of like a little bit of a like, it's just a stylistic difference. You know what I mean? Um, that's kind of interesting. Adam, what are your thoughts, sir? So the, what Mike kind of said was exactly what I felt was, you know, the first couple issues of this felt like it was trying to be Deadpool, but I, again, not the Deadpool that I really enjoy, and I just really didn't give a shit. I was like, oh, no, now we're going to do this. Now, well, let's conclude Galactus for fun. And, it, it just didn't resonate with me. I did start to pick up interest uh, it, at the end of issue three when, you know, the adult Thanos in this universe shows up and takes Frank Castle to, like, this planet where he's done his own thing. And and that part did kind of become interesting. So when you see, you know, Frank reunited with his wife and all this kind of fun stuff, and then he eventually does kill Thanos. Uh, but by that point, it was like it was too little too late. It was just, you know, thankfully, this is a really short book. It's like, you know, 130 pages, even including the, the little Thanos thing at the end. But, yeah, it was like, it It felt like it was a watered-down version of Deadpool, not the version I like, and it just it didn't have enough to keep me going, so. Well, a little bit with that is, like, correct me if I'm wrong, my, I haven't read a lot of Punisher, but there's not a lot of humor with the Punisher. No, there isn't. And it's like, I mean, Donnie's great and all, I absolutely love God Country, it's one of my top three comics, and it's amazing, but he's seems like he was still searching for the voice for this character. Mm-hmm. And that's very much what he's feeling out. It's like, this could have really used another get go around. It's like, let's try this again. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see where a second draft might help this out a little bit. Um, sure. I, I mean, the absurd nature of it, like the fun sort of, like it's not overly deep. It's sort of a Saturday morning cartoon of a book. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was kind of okay with that, you know? Yeah. Okay, sure. It's just, it's just, you know, it's. I, I can't really point out anything and say this is bad because it's no, but not. It, but it just doesn't drive with you. I can get that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that, I mean that. That's a fair assessment. Like, hey, you know what? There's just something about it that I just am not feeling. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, for uh, me, it it it. Uh, I think that the lack of depth um, was really what prevented me from strongly recommending this. I mean, I actually I enjoyed reading it, but it's sort of like a. Uh, a fluff piece to read. Uh, that, uh, Saturday yeah. morning cartoon is definitely a good um, uh, comparison, I think. Um, uh, to its credit, it does very subtly bring up that that uh, uh, topic of nature versus nurture, uh, which is at the central core thesis of the ethical quandary of whether or not to kill baby Hitler. Because um, you're mm-hmm. just killing a baby at this point. He hasn't actually become Hitler and uh, all that entails. Um, yeah, and it doesn't really come down too hard on either side and maybe just says it's 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 obviously both he's still going to be the mad titan who uh just punishes people because that's what he does although he actually kind of makes a more of a clear distinction in who deserves peace and who deserves punishment in this one than um in other thanos stories unless i'm mistaken um no baby thanos is a lot of fun i will give it that um 
Mm-hmm. And while this may not be the actual language that the Punisher normally uses, I did enjoy the rift between Baby Thanos and Frank Castle. Um, Baby Thanos getting dif- disappointed by not being able to kill yes. people, I thought was yes, awesome. Yes, agreed. Like, you know, I mean, there, there's something very endearing about yes. that. Yes, in a very weird way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Todd, you were saying something we could. What's you interesting with the uh, big two of DC and Marvel, if another one company does something that the other company is like, oh, that's working for them, let's give this a go as well. And it's a. Uh, and it, you can point at all sorts of different things where they seem to go on and it goes back and forth. But it's also interesting we've got baby Thanos here while uh, the DC side has had a baby dark side. They have, but it's been a completely different, like, been completely different tonally. But their big baddie got eliminated and restarted as a baby. I mean, yeah. And having that just so common, it's like the movie Volcano and Dante's Peak. (laughs) Came out the same month or within a month. Right. And it just feels a little bit like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was what Deep Impact and um, uh, Armageddon, yeah. yeah. So totally quite different, but it's they're both, but it's the same conceit yeah. coming through again. And I'm just like, their big baddie has been displaced for a while, so they're not a threat. Let's just make them a baby. Yeah, and it's just been repeated. And it's just, and yeah. both sides do it back and forth. There's no one innocent there, let's be clear on that. It's just a interesting thing, I guess. Uh, cool. Anybody else have any thoughts? I like the art. The, I mean, the thing is, is, and Maya, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Ghost Rider just sort of created as a, an excuse to have a flaming skull on a motorcycle? I have no idea. Isn't it? Oh, that, that, no. I'd heard that that was basically just the gist of it was like, hey, this would look fun. Cool. <laughs> I'll look it up really fast, but I thought it was kind of like their kind of throwback to like the the nickel or the penny comics that were like horror comics from like the 40s and 50s. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, but I thought I had read that somewhere. Yeah, it seems to be like, here's a cool idea for a tattoo. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's go ahead and make a story around that. So, Well, the funny thing is, is that uh, when I was at the gym yesterday, the Ghost Rider movie, the first one was on TV, and I was like, wow, this movie, like, even without sound on, it was pretty terrible. Wasn't that a Fox property? Sony. Probably. Sony? Oh, it was a Sony. All right. There. Well, there you so, go. So you're not, not going to see the uh, uh, Ghost Rider in the Disney parade anytime soon? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> No, I thought Ghost Rider reverted back to Disney. Disney has it now, but those two movies were done by Sony. Oh, gotcha. Alright, sure. Okay. The Magical Ghost Rider Parade coming to Disneyland 2022. You heard it here first. I'm waiting for Mr. Adam to come up with details and make us all sound It's not only saying where his origin was, it's just saying the origin of the Dreaming Turks and Blaze and everything else, but it doesn't say specifically why they came up with this idea of Ghost Rider, so... It wasn't a buyout or anything like that either. Not that I'm seeing, no. All right. So, because, and just because it might have been that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, Transformers was totally his backstory. Like, He Man was of similar things. So, it's like, hey, we've got this toy idea. Now let's make up a backstory so we can sell this toy. And you can totally flesh that out and make something awesome of it. Yeah. But it's. Well, I mean, they had a writer from Marvel Comics write up all the backstory for G.I. Joe. Uh huh. Yeah, Larry Larry Hama. Yeah. I learned that from well, the toys that made us on Netflix. The toys that made us. Well, I was going through it, but if you were to ask someone, what is a, uh, is there a defining comic of like, oh, I'm interested in Ghost Rider, what should I read? Is there one like, oh, you gotta read? Yes. 
no. <laughs> I think that really sums up a lot of things. I can think of a couple of Punisher things that I would say yes to, like the Jason Aaron Punisher Max. All right. Uh, Garth Ennis had a great run. I Garth Ennis. Uh, Rick Remender did some stuff that I liked, which actually leads into one of my recommendations later. But uh, I'll save that. Okay. All right. Uh, does anybody have any other thoughts? Read God Country. Uh, read read yeah. God Country, or even Redneck is actually pretty fun as well. But yeah, Redneck is good. Or Doctor, or Doctor Strange Damnation. I've been really enjoying Baby Teeth. So that one's good too by Donny Cates. That's on the Aftershock um, Comics Company label. Okay. They're the same people that were doing Animosity. Oh, gotcha. Okay. The the Aftershocker. The Aftershocker. <laughs> Cool. Uh, well, great, great. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, so should we uh, should we go into grades? Sure. Let's do it. Sure. do it. Okay. So for self-contained, what is your grade, Mister Adam? Mm, I think like a B. I mean, you you get the story from beginning to end. It's kind of a it's kind of an alternate timeline, anyways, and so it does wrap up. But yeah. does it make you want to read more? No. Does it make you wonder what's next? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mr. Todd, what's your vote of your grade for uh, self I think you just heard it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mr. Maya? I'm at a C. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it t- does tell you everything you need to know, but the man, re- read Thanos wins instead. <laughs> it's okay. a much better story. Uh, Mr. Jason? I'm at a B. Okay, and I'm also at a B. I think it. I also like Thanos Rising. Yeah, you do. Yeah, but um, Thanos wins is what <laughs> actually led into this. Okay, no. Yeah. Well, Thanos Rising is is, is, is the his, his origin. The, his origin it's kind of teased at the end of this book too. So. Cool for writing for Donny Cates. Uh, what is your grade, Mister Jason? Uh, B minus. Okay. Uh, Mister Adam. Uh, D. Okay. Mr. Todd. It's a solid C. Um, I'm going to go with a... I'll go with a B. And Mr. Maya. I'm also at a D with Adam. A D with Adam. Okay. We uh, like the D. Yeah. Or in this instance, we don't like the D. Yeah. Is it like a semi instead of solid? <laughs> it's a solid like you mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask. Some mature. Actually, you know what? I just changed my recommendation for this week, and it's all for you, Adam, just so you're aware. Um, okay, so for art, uh, for Dylan Burnett and Antonio Fa- Fabella, um, and then for Thanos Legacy, Brian Level and Jordan Boyd, uh, what is your grade, Mr. Maya? Uh, I mean, it didn't wow me, but it wasn't awful, so I'll say like a B-. minus. Um, I thought the art was fine. Um, I actually kind of thought there was some really cool stuff in it, so I'm going to go with an A minus. Uh, so, uh, um, and then uh, Mr. Todd. You know, that's a B minus. I mean, once again, it, w- it was nothing wowed me per se, but there was nothing wrong with it. Mr. Adam. Uh, B minus as well. I mean, the the art was the most inoffensive part of it, but it it didn't. You know, <laughs> I didn't care. And Mr. Jason. Uh, it is a B for me. Um, I liked a lot of the. Uh, colors. I thought it popped uh, on a lot of the pages, and it had a nice contrast with uh, Frank when he was not the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, then <laughs> this should be interesting. Uh, for overall grades, uh, what is your grade, Mister Adam? Yeah, C minus. Like I said, it wasn't a horrible book. 
And it did have a couple interesting parts, but by the time it gets there, it's kind of like, why the fuck did I bother? Mr. Maya. I'm also at a C, C minus. We'll go with C minus. Uh, Mr. Jason. Uh, B minus for me. B minus for you. Okay. And Mr. Todd. So, back in the 90s, we listened to a lot of X96, <laughs> and there was this guy that would do movie reviews. And he would write movie reviews by, like, Xanax and Lorazepam to how many yeah. you take. This is three Lorazepam. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were to get it a letter so that you can actually get our GPA. Hey, you're ruining the fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's an L. It's an L. Oh, okay. So what, what, what are you going with? Give <laughs> <laughs> me fucking something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a C. Okay. <laughs> it's not offensive, it's not great. Life is just kind of this. C is for cookie. Right, bonkers as it is, it just. It doesn't okay. irritate me, it doesn't make me mad, it doesn't make me wish something else. It's just this. So I'm going to go with a B minus. I thought it was okay, but not amazing. But I still thought it was fun and I enjoyed it. I Not necessarily. Your Laura's pan was laced with coke. Apparently. Uh, hey, those are my, those are my reviews for for you know sexy time in the bedroom. Okay, but not exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Would not recommend. <laughs> Three Lorazepam <laughs> and two movies. Uh, so that gives us an overall grade of uh, two point one six, which is a C average. Hey, but you know what? C's get degrees, kids. <laughs> Also, what we will say, because Brad and I, like, we were going through and picking these. I we hadn't read this book yeah. when we decided to pass it in, so there's no shitting on a particular person on this one. Well, at least it wasn't Deadpool Max. No fucking kidding. <laughs> Whatever, fuckers. Um, <laughs> you know, what? I, I actually kind of like it when we have books that we're kind of met on or don't like, because then it, it it makes the conversation no, but- uh, a little bit more. And then just sort of fawning all, all over the writers and, and authors. They are better episodes, that is true. It's just, you know, I will never live down Deadpool Max's problem. Nor should you. Oh. Well, no, I, and we've mentioned this multiple times before, and our friend Jimmy said it. He's like, I would rather something be amazing or be a piece of shit than just a meh. Because we've had some piece of shit books. Yeah, we have. And those are the episodes because those are the ones like. I don't think, I mean, as much as we didn't like Deadpool Max, I don't think we will ever top Boba Boba. No, we won't. See, I wasn't here for that, so nothing will ever top Deadpool Max. I can lend you a coffee. I'm good. (laughs) I I burned mine. I can go grab a knife so you can slip my wrist instead. (laughs) Speaking of that, uh, if you ever get your knife professionally sharpened on a whetstone, uh, please make sure you keep your fingers (laughs) away from your finger. Yeah, Adam almost lost his finger. So I was, the day I forgot my knife was a week ago. I was chopping up uh, bell peppers, and I looked away, and I knew I should have done it. The moment I did it, I was like, I'm going to cut my hand. Sure enough, come down, cut off a piece of my fingernail, cut off, uh, almost the tip of my finger. And it's, it's getting better now, but I the tip of my finger has no sensation, so I may have cut nerves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my knife's really sharp, so. At least you have that going for yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> next week, we're going to be reading Joyride. Has anybody read this? Because I haven't. I hadn't even heard of it until you mentioned it. Todd, have you read it? Yeah, I've read okay, it. Okay, what's what's your story right about? Um, Motorcycles, mercenaries, and space, <laughs> space motorbikes involved. Okay, it's kind of fun. Mercenaries and motorcycles, and then no, uh, yeah. the week after that, just 
to give you a heads up as to where we're going, we're going to have Gotham City Garage and then Akira. Akira, Akira. Uh, we'll be finishing that off. Who has a recommendation they want to get off their chest? Oh, no. well, before with Akira, I do want to make a comment that I saw on the news is um, in this movie Akira, one of the things in 2020 is Tokyo hosts the Olympics. Yes. Is one of the plot points, which is actually happening in 2020. Oh, that's Tokyo funny. Tokyo is hosting the Olympics. <laughs> So they've got a lot of construction, like um, borders up to like hide the construction, uh-huh. and there is Akira murals all over those. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That's cool. So go Tokyo for having a good sense of humor. Let's just avoid the nuclear blast type of thing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and see, I was trying to stay up my homework, and I, I thought Jorah was referring to the script, that really shitty horror movie with Paul Walker and on <laughs> it. So I just got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so my recommendation for this week uh, <laughs> is for Adam, and uh, yeah. so I went to a friend of mine. Was we were gay bar hopping in West Hollywood for his birthday, and there was a drink that I had at a bar called High Tops. It was a sports bar, but what they had, they literally had a drink called Haterade, and it came in one of those like protein shake mixing glasses and it was it was like powdered Gatorade, a lot of vodka, um I think some lemoncello and some Red Bull. Um but I had two oh and it was delicious. Oh my god. Do you remember anything after yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. And and you also get to take the glass home uh with you. So um it's uh yeah it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. So uh but Adam, I'm, I'm recommending Haterade in your honor. Uh, <laughs> so, um, cool. Anybody else have recommendations? I actually have three. What? Oh, what? Okay, so uh, this is what we're going to do. You're going to do one, <laughs> do one, and then you're going to do one, and then we'll have Todd do one, and then you can do your uh, last one, and then we'll have uh, Jason do one. All right, cool. so, so the first one's quick. Um, I was messing around on the DC Universe app last night, and I noticed that uh, if you are not subscribed but you want to check out their original shows, which right now is Young Justice Season 3, Titans, and Doom Patrol, the first episodes of all those shows are available just off their website. You don't need a subscription or anything if you want to check it oh, out. Oh, cool. Okay, uh, Mr. Adam, do you have a recommendation? Uh, yeah, so I've only played a little bit of it because it came out as we recorded this last night. Uh, but From Software is known for making some of the hardest games ever made, like Dark Souls, Bloodborne, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, they just came out with a new one called Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Uh, so it's kind of the same type of game set in like feudal Japan. Uh, but the cool thing with this, it actually turns the whole way you're used to playing on its head, makes you be more aggressive in battles be and aggressive. Be, be, be aggressive. Because <laughs> uh, like you know, the way you've been trying to talk to plays, you know, with Dark Souls, you run in, you swipe two or three times, you dodge away. Well, this one, the way you you fight guys, is that you have to basically fill up this meter, and when you do the full meter, then it breaks them, and you can do like a big attack that'll do damage to them. So if you play the original way, you're never going to get anywhere because the meter will never fill up and you'll just be fucked. So it really makes you rethink how you play. The game is gorgeous. It looks great in 4K. And it's it's so far a ton of fun. I mean, I've died a bunch, but, you know, aside from that, it's fun. At least so. they're not the fuckheads that made Cuphead. Was it, was it like Bloodborne? When you got Bloodborne, which I started referring to as Adam makes up new curse words the game? Because well, <laughs> I could hear you from the other room and you were saying shit that I have never heard you say before. The, the, the problem with <laughs> games is that I got into them not knowing how to play. 
because I'm used to like so also having played Devil May Cry Five, which is also amazing, and that's hack and slash, run in, yeah. do stuff. There is an actual tactic to Bloodborne and Dark Souls that I did not understand until about you know six months ago, and now that I've done that, I'm having to unlearn all my muscle memory to learn how to play this new one because it doesn't work. But it's so fun, Mr. Uh, Maya. What is your next recommendation? So my second one is uh, you know I mentioned I'm not the biggest Punisher fan. Um, However, there's one story I liked, but it's not your typical Punisher story. Uh, it was by Rick Remender, and it's called Frankencastle. And uh, it's basically uh, Dakin, or, or Dakin, however you want to pronounce it. Okay. Uh, no, he's by um, Wolverine's cl- uh, son uh, kills Frank Castle. And that was actually alluded to in this book. Uh, in the beginning, and uh, I don't remember how he comes back. I think it's like the Legion of Monsters or something. Um, but they sew his body back together and bring him back, and uh, he's basically a Frankenstein monster, but he's Frankencastle. And it's just a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, Mr. Todd, what is your recommendation? So, there's a comic I picked up. There's just I think there's just two volumes of them. It's called Near Death. Um, imagine you take the character of Luca Brazzi from Godfather, who has a near-death experience, and decides to balance the scales. So you've got this guy that decides he needs to do enough good in the world that he can't go back to hell. But he's really not, he doesn't have a lot of humor going on with him. But he's still trying to do a good thing, so he's like this scary, badass mofo, but nobody likes him because he's a scary guy, but he's trying to do good. And it He's struggling and it's not quite working, and it's really kind of interesting. Okay. I know. <laughs> okay, Mr. Maya, yeah. recommendation number three. So number three is uh, so as we re- as we as this episode releases, uh, this just came out this past weekend. Um, but I can tell you that everyone should go see Shazam. It's probably the best DC movie of the last decade. It may be my favorite DC movie ever made. I still haven't decided that yet. Um, but it's just a lot of fun. It's Is it still I, worse than every other MCU movie? I enjoyed it more than Captain Marvel, okay. which I enjoyed a lot. Um, it's just a lot of fun. And yeah, you should check it out. And it's it's except for maybe a couple of, of scary images and, and some light language. I mean, they're teenage kids. They say shit. Uh, it's I would say it's something that you could take the family to. Okay. Nice. Speaking of something you take the family to, Mr. Jason, what do you have to recommend? Uh, I'm going to recommend uh, Good Girls, the NBC show uh, with Christina Hendricks, Mae Whitman, and Retta from Parks and Rec. Oh, I, I wanted to watch that. It's, it's really, it's really, really, really good. Uh, season one is on Netflix and Amazon, and season two is starting up. Uh, and it's uh, first four episodes, I believe, uh, is on Hulu. Okay, but it is it's delightful. Very cool. Okay, does anybody else have anything else? Uh, the one thing I was I waited to play a bit before I was able to I think I might have recommended it before but I actually have some experience now uh, the Resident Evil board game it's by the same guys who made the Dark Souls board game backed it on Kickstarter years ago uh, I got it the problem is that the game is very very dark as Resident Evil 2 is um, and there are these little door tiles that you that you have, to, you have to use to lock zombies in and out of rooms well you couldn't really see if the door was open or not so I actually went and they did a discount for backers to get the little plastic doors that actually open and close so I started playing, I was like, oh, this game's way too easy. And then I realized, oh, I misread a rule. Uh, it's really cool. If you love uh, Resident Evil 2, it plays just like the game. It's creepy. You've got all like the monsters, the liquors, the zombie dogs. 
uh, the tyrants and everything. And it's really, really fun. But just be, be aware out there because uh, a lot of game stores have it. They're selling it for way too much money. Um, when I backed it, I got three expansions for free. Mm-hmm. Each expansion is going by itself for like 60 bucks. I saw them at a couple of game shops the other day for like 20 bucks a piece. Oh, really? Yeah. So or 20 or 30. Because when I saw it, it was about two weeks ago. They were, they were going for way too much. Uh, but if you do decide to get it, if you go on uh, Steamforge's website, you can get the little 3D doors. Highly recommend those because it makes the game a lot um, not easier to play, but a lot more um, manageable. Not, you can tell you can tell what's going on because when the zombies activate, if there's an open door between your room and the other room, they'll come at you. But if the door is closed, they'll stay where they are, and sometimes it's hard to see if the door is open or closed with what comes with the game. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Well, with that, I think that'll do it for this week. Join us next week for Joyride as we continue on our month of motorcycle madness. Um, and until uh, then, we will see you later. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us. Please rate us on whatever service you listen on. And remember, at least we're not cinema queens.